This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the $100 is Rich Jones. Okay, Rich Jones, he is stuck in corporate. He wants to break free. He's binging on the show. For your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday morning, simply subscribe to the podcast right now on iTunes and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Coming up tomorrow morning, Top Tribe, you hear from my two favorite female mom entrepreneurs, Erin and Jenny. They have six kids combined. They went on Shark Tank, got a great deal, and we called a shark live on the podcast. They really take us behind the scenes. All righty, Top Tribe. Good morning to all you early birds out there. You're going to enjoy our guest this morning. His, his name is Nils Madison, and he is the CEO and co-founder of At Minute. He was previously exploratory design at Apple. Nils, are you ready to take us to the top? I am. Let's do this. Okay, so first things first. Tell us, what what does that mean, exploratory design at Apple? Well, it was a small group that uh, worked with um, different proof of concepts, mostly, um, across the different product lines. So when you you do an investigation about, you know, what kind of features you can put into future products, it's usually good to prototype them. Um, And that's what we were doing. So you were you were basically leading kind of the prototyping process for any of the hard like you're talking about hard product hard not software hardscape products. Yeah, we're talking physical products and and uh, mostly like technologies that could be applied to to several product lines. So well, not so, what not was so one that what was one that you worked on a product that we don't know? Um, I worked on the original iPhone. Oh, very cool. I mean, so what was that? Yeah, who who, who everybody knows what that is. H- I mean, how did that work? I mean, did you how many how many iterations of that did did you guys come up with uh, before you knew which one to go with? Well, I mean, we didn't work on the the whole product, right? So you would work on um, like a small a small feature within a platform. So it could be it could be anything from you know prototyping different interaction methods to uh, video playback. Interesting. We had back in episode number 23, a gentleman named Ben Williamson come on, who was also at Apple and he worked actually directly under Steve and part of the retail division. Did you work directly with, uh, with Steve Jobs at all or no? No, no, not at all. Got it. No. Okay. Well, very good. Well, so, so you transitioned, what year did you transition out of Apple and into Minute? Um, it was 2013. I think I uh, left in the spring and then I started Minute in the, in the fall. Okay, and, and why did you decide to take the leap? Many people would say, this guy's crazy. Why is he leaving Apple? Yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, I mean, I'm from Sweden originally, um, and we don't have a very strong uh, entrepreneurship culture here, or at least we didn't uh, when, I, when I was in school. Um, and living in California really influenced me. So I think I picked it up a lot from, you know, just the atmosphere in, in San Francisco. And I felt eventually that I really wanted to try my own wings. Um, and unfortunately, I wasn't able to stay in the U.S. with my visa. So I basically had to, to leave and I moved back and, uh, and started the company here. Very cool. Well, Top Tribe, we will link to Nils's website. It's called Minute. It's uh, in the show notes at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top 230. Again, forward slash the top 230. So Nils, tell us what Minute does. So we're selling a sensor called Point that allows people to uh, keep track of their homes. 
And what's unique about Point is that it can understand what's happening in a room by analyzing the sound and the environmental data. So you can get the same kind of peace of mind that you would from a camera, but you can use it in places where you can't use cameras. Like if you're an Airbnb host, for example, or if you just don't like cameras in your living room. Are people... So you read these reports all the time, lawsuits all the time of people going, Samsung has something sneaky built in their TV we have in our living room and they're collecting our voice data and then selling us products when we go to samsung.com based off our voice data. And and people either like that or don't like that. Uh, I think that's really creepy. Like We make sure to make all the analysis on the device and only pass the metadata to the cloud so that there's no privacy uh, issues. I mean, that's that's part of uh, the selling point of, of what we do. Like, you could just get out your home with a whole bunch of cameras and complex alarm systems, but we feel like there should be, um, like, a software alternative uh, that allows you to keep your privacy while still getting some of the benefits. Well, so, like, I am... I'm an Airbnb host, and I also use Airbnb as a traveler all the time. Are you saying cool. that one of the reasons I would buy Point and use it is to put in my own home when I'm not there to understand and make sure everything's okay without using a camera? Yeah, so you would, for example, know, like, when your guests arrived and when they left. Um, you can be certain that, they're, like, if there is an issue with, like, a window breaking or some kind of alarm going off, that you can get the information as well. Um, and you can and you can know that they're not uh, you know disturbing your neighbors and can take proactive action. How do you know that? I mean, br- break down how some of the algorithm works. So with the windows, for example, it's it's it, it's not so complicated. Like you can listen for the sound of breaking glass that has a very specific signature. So you can in real time think you can hear that, and then you correlate it with the uh, data from air pressure. So if you just drop. Um, a water glass and it breaks, it might give off a similar kind of sound, but it won't change the air pressure, which a breaking window will. So when you have these things uh, happening at the same time, you can be fairly certain that that the window broke. Um, And similar with, like, say your your smoke detector would go off, um, like that gives off a very distinct acoustic signature that that it's fairly easy for us to, um, to, to detect. Okay, so this is like, this is environmental data, not my Airbnb guests were talking about how they're getting ready to go to the football game that night in my hometown. Yeah, no, we, we, we throw all that away immediately, so we don't even have it stored. Got but, but you do collect it? No, no, like we couldn't. Well, why, because- do you, why do you throw, why did you say, why do you use the verbiage throw away? What, why would you throw away something you don't have? Well, so the analysis is done in, in more or less real time, but there is like a buffer of a few seconds uh, worth of sound. Um, but it's not, it's not actually stored into any uh, memory, right? It's, it, but it's, of course, like on, uh, on the device in the processor. Okay. So help us understand how you got this thing started. It looks like you launched on Kickstarter and you raised about a quarter of a million bucks. How'd that, how'd that work? How'd you get your first quarter of a million in? Um, yeah. So, I mean, that was... Uh, like when, with, with hardware, you really need to make sure that what you're building, you have a market for it. Um, because it takes a really long time to, to, make, to make a real product. So we, before we really had much more than a concept, we went to Kickstarter to try to validate the market. Um, and what we really wanted to see was what kind of conversions numbers we could get. And... We, we found on Kickstarter that one, like we, it was a good way to get some good PR and we got some traffic, but most importantly, about 7% of the people who watched the video ended up purchasing the product. 
And with like knowing that number, you can you can feel pretty certain that you know whatever resources you put into uh, taking the the product from a concept stage to to the real thing, um, and you can sell it later. Interesting. So, what um, help us understand some of the unit economics? What does this thing cost you guys to make? Um, so, I, I don't want to share like our exact production uh, costs, um, but with Kickstarter, we we don't have too much of a too much of a margin um, because the volumes in the scope of consumer electronics are still fairly um, fairly small. Um, but with consumer hardware, the prices drop very uh, rapidly at high volume. So we're, we've tried to, to price it at a point where, where, where if it takes off, we will, uh, we will have a healthy margin so that we could take it into retail, uh, for example, at a later point. What, what is a range of what it costs? And the re- look, okay, I'll just be honest with you, Niels. The reason I ask my audience, they, they, when, when they hear a smart entrepreneur come on and talk about numbers, it actually makes them significantly more likely to go to the website and actually buy the product because it's just what turns them on. So maybe give a range if you want to keep yeah, some. Yeah, so typically, typically in a consumer um, hardware product, you try to sell it for about four times uh, what it costs to make it. Okay. Uh, and that's like a rule of thumb that we're, that we're following. Okay. So you've got a single device up here on sale for 99 bucks. So it's fair to say plus or minus three bucks, your cost is somewhere around 25 bucks. It, I think it would be at higher volumes right now. We're, we're, we're higher. Got it. Um, and we're also like, we're, we're just launching this, right? So we're sending out about a hundred a day right now. Okay. Um, how many, how many of you sold total? 4,000. 4,000. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good number that we're happy with. And yep. it's a good number because it allows us to like actually do mass production the same way you would if you had uh, really high volumes. So we have a production process set up that we can scale really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, uh, it's small enough to be, to be manageable. So now we're, we're, you know, we're sending them out and we're fixing the early kind of bugs and, and trying to work, uh, through, through all of that. And, and how are people, how are those, so you've sold 4,000 so far. You're kind of very much in an iterative process right now. The hundred uh, new buyers per day, how are they finding the tool? What, how are they finding your website? So we're not, it's not a hundred new buyers per day. Like we have, we did, um, we did pre-sales uh, throughout the year and then we're uh, now in the process of, of delivering them. Oh, okay. So you've, so you've pre-sold 4,000 and now you're delivering a hundred per day. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay. 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 Yeah. So we're not actually like trying to sell too many right now because now we want to learn from this uh, first launch and basically fix everything that could cause uh, problems and then try to, uh, to increase sales again. Okay. So right now, like we're not really doing anything except having the website up there. Mm. Um, and, and that's, like, like I'm sure, I'm sure you know, is not giving uh, enough traffic to to generate uh, much sales. Sure, and and help me understand some team size metrics. How how many team members are you? We're eight. Okay, you're eight. And so, are you guys? Uh, are you backed? Or are you or bootstrapped? Um, we're backed by uh, some angel investors. Okay, and were those folks from like Apple or the Valley, or are these like friends, friends and family? So it's it's both. Um, there is a couple of angels from uh, from uh, the west coast, and then there is a bunch of local angels from uh, from uh, Malmo and around here. Uh, and then um, oh, this is wait, this is so funny. Hampus is an investor. 
Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> that is that's hysterical. So we actually had Hampus on the show back in episode one thirty five, and he breaks Hampus breaks down how he sold his company to BlackBerry for one hundred fifty million dollars, and is now investing in uh, in Sweden. So it looks like yeah, Hampus Jacobson is one of your investors. Don Lindsay, who's obviously big big deal at Apple, along yeah. with uh, and and this is on your website. I'm just reading Anders Frankel with is it Apsis. Yeah, so Apsis is like the leading marketing email company in uh, in the Nordics. Oh, interesting. And Alex actually uh, joined the team. Uh, oh, cool. Now. Oh, very cool. So, uh, so he's on full time, which is super fun. And and then um, SOS Ventures from the Valley. From well, they're actually mostly in Ireland and New York. Okay. Um, SOS is the vehicle of Sean O'Sullivan. Oh, okay. Um, who um, I think he's most famous for uh, Map Info, which did a big IPO in the nineties. He also um, he also uh, is credited with coining the term cloud computing with his second venture. So he's a fairly successful guy. Yeah. So we had um, you know cloud computing's big. We had a guy come on named. Do you know a guy named Mohit Aran? I don't. He he's invent. Well, have you ever heard of this thing called uh, uh, hyperconvergence in the cloud? No. It, okay. Well, it's interesting. We won't, we won't go deep there because it's very, it's very, it's a weird technical space. But I'll tell you what, they're making money like I've never seen before. Um. So let's go. Sorry. Let's go back to your story here. So Angel, uh, Angels plus SOS Ventures. So how much total did you bring to the company when you guys uh, launched? Um, we've raised about three hundred thousand dollars from Angels and then okay. the quarter million from Kickstarter, and that's uh, up until about now. We're taking about two hundred k in another in another uh, debt round. Okay, so you're sticking uh, to you're sticking to the convertible notes for now. No, no priced equity rounds yet. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think uh, the timing isn't right for that. Yeah, yeah. Why? why tell me why you say that. <laughs> you laugh because we know well, the answer, but tell tell everyone else. One, I mean, I mean, at at, at this level where we're at, um, it's very much um, determined by the by you know angel investors who normally would keep uh, keep their money in, in stock and like when everything is is falling you don't want to be moving your assets around too much so i think the the general atmosphere for for angel investing has has uh, become worse and of course vc is even more so like i mean they're they're trying to be really fast with uh, with with following the market so yeah. for us like we since we have meaningful revenue and a good set of investors with us, um, we're planning on bridging 2016, and then and then we're probably going to do a bigger round in Go 2017. From there. Yep, yep. Maybe once the stock market's doing a little better. Right. Okay, Nils, very good, very good. Well, hey, before we get to my favorite part of the show, if people want to connect with you personally online, where can they do that? Um, easiest is actually just send me an email. I'm pretty good with email, so it's nils at minute.com. Okay, Top Tribe, do not forget your chance to win a hundred bucks right here on the podcast every Monday. It's very simple. You just subscribe to the show on iTunes. And then once you've done that, text me to prove that you've done it. My number is 703-431-2709. Subscribe now and text me to enter. 703-431-2709. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. 
So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45 day money back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. There you guys have it. Again, we'll link to that in the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top two, three, zero. Okay, Nils, do you know what time it is? It's five o'clock here. (laughs) Good. I like the sense of humor. It's time for the famous five. Are you ready? All right. All right. Number one, what's your favorite business book? So I've kind of only read one and that was uh, Clayton Christensen's uh, Innovator's Dilemma. So I've got to say that one. Okay. Number two, is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now? So I'm lucky to be surrounded by some really good serial entrepreneurs, Hampus being one of them. But in the same building where we're renting the office, like there's Hampus Jacobsen, um, there is John Eric Solom of Mapillary who sold Polar Rose to Apple. There is Carl Silversky who was also on the Polar Rose group. So I'm, I'm lucky to have like a, a bunch of really good CEOs around, um, which is crucial because I'm a first time entrepreneur. So I have a lot of questions. Well, that, de- that kind of density, especially in an area that's not known for maybe startups is so critical. Yeah, and I think it should be. I mean, for we're, we're a small city, but but the ecosystem here really is outsized compared to uh, what we uh, maybe should have compared to the size. Yeah. Okay, number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like Evernote? Well, we live and breathe Slack in my company, but I think everyone is still doing that. Yeah, yeah. So, Everyone's moving that direction. Yeah. Okay, very good. Number four, yes or no, are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? I, I don't. Um, I have a little alarm that reminds me to go to bed at 11. That's, um, that's keeping it at seven at least. Got it. Okay. And, and what's your situation? Are you married, single? Do you have kids? I'm single. Okay. So here's the last question. Take us back. Well, and, and how old are you, Nils? Um, 32. Okay. Take us back 12 years. What do you wish your, th- your 20 year old self knew? So, yeah, I think this is a hard question. Um, but if I, if I was going to say one thing, it's that like, I've had a couple of um, occasions in my life where I've had, you know, the feeling that you have a big opportunity, but you don't really know what's on the other side. And it's felt pretty scary. Um, both like starting the company, but also for me, like taking the job at Apple, I mean, I hadn't even, I hadn't even been to California. So it was a pretty big deal moving there. Um, but every time a decision like that has come up and I've taken the chance has you know, turned out really well. So if I was going to say one thing is to, it's to go for those, to go for those opportunities when they show up. Folks, there you guys have it. Nils, starting at Apple, jumped out, raised several hundred thousand dollars and is now launching and growing. Minute with over 4,000 units sold and a quarter of a million raised on Kickstarter. Nils, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan. If you enjoyed today's episode with Nils Top Tribe, go back and listen to yesterday's episode with Matt Schaup. He was $172,000 in debt several years ago and is now doing $2.5 million per year with his painting company, all while being a father to two. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. 
go sign up now to get your free money. Hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.